Wild blessings, beautiful souls. My name is Tracy McPhee, founder and co-creatrix of the Wild Tribe Sisterhood, women in celebration of one another. I am a storyteller, a light bringer, a magic maker and a game shaker. Our work within the sisterhood is to support the rewilding of the divine feminine to consciously and lovingly create safe spaces for soulful connection, self-empowerment, and to reclaim women's mysteries, sacred knowledge, and truth. And we are so very thrilled to have you with us. Welcome home, sister. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing the Wild Woman Awakening. And today I have the beautiful co-creatrix of Wild Tribe, Larissa, with us. Wild blessing, sisters. So, Riss, um, it's been a pretty crazy kind of week, hasn't it? <laughs> Just to say, say the least. So, within that context, what, what do you think is, is the central component of wild woman awakening? It's getting back to self. Like, who are we? Who are we as individuals? Who are we as women? And, you know, what do we want? Do we want it all? There are many facets of it. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, you know, the, you know, the whole idea in the sort of the 80s, the whole idea of women can have it all, like the power suit, we can do the jobs and roles that men do, we can be mothers and we can be business women and we can have a perfect house and a perfect this and a perfect that. Oh, honey, that, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> that for me is not the all. For no. me, it's about, you know, finding what it is that makes your heart sing. You know, what do we want? I want to be happy. Mm. I want to have genuine friendships and connections with other people and other women mm. um, to be able to spend time with sisters just being real with one another. Mm. Okay, yeah, we can have the business suit and all of those kind of things. And if that is what rocks your world, then awesome. But mm. it's sometimes it's the simplicity of things. Getting out in your own garden, you know, creating, doing art, whatever it is that, that is the all for you. Absolutely. Look, I so agree with that. Um, I think within the collective consciousness of women, it's about defining, and I, I mean defining quite loosely, but, mm. but defining what, what, what is the wild woman for you? Defining, you know, what it is that both makes your heart sing and what is your soul expression here in the world? Because I think when you find that, that's, that's when things really start to happen, yeah? Oh, absolutely. It's like, how do we communicate? Mm. You know, how do we share our story with ourselves, first and foremost? When you look in the mirror, you know, as our story shining through, are we seeing who we are and how we express that to the, to the greater collective, to our partners, yeah. to our families, to our daughters, to our sons, mm. you know, and then on into the community? What is our self-expression? Yeah, look, I, I think it's an interesting concept. So for me in my mid-40s, what and what I thought that was, obviously as a teenage girl, <laughs> well, that was one thing. And then as a woman, in, I, I had babies very young. So what I thought that was in my 20s, yeah. I, I, my 20s were fantastic. I loved my 20s. I was happily married. I had two amazing kids. I loved being a mum to little kids. It was my jam. Um, I liked baking the muffins. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, 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 those of you who know me, I don't cook now. Um, but I, I loved, I made all my food from scratch. I, I loved that expression of my womanhood within that time space. And that in itself was its all. It, it was. It, for me, in that moment, I, I had it all. Yeah. Well, what I thought was my all. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and so for me, that was that was being a full-time mum. I was a full-time mum. I've always worked. I've always worked part-time. Um, always worked for myself, I might add, which is curious too. Um, but yeah, so, and then, but then I moved into my thirties and I started to get restless and, and the wild woman, I think she began to become awake. I mean, I'm lucky in a lot of ways that I've trod this path the majority of my life. I got my first tarot deck when I was 16. I always had this awakening as such, Mm -hmm. but in my thirties, my eyes popped wide open, completely awake. And that was a game changer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, for my 20s, they were messy. <laughs> um, I've always been open and aware and, and very sensitive to energy um, right from a very young child. And that was scary because it put me on the outside. Like I felt, yeah, I, hear that. I felt different to everyone else that was around me. So my wildness basically came in with me when I was born. Um, Does and, it with everyone, do you think? I think to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, mm. I do believe. Um, but, you know, with society and things the way they are, I got to my 20s and it scared the crap out of me. Mm. So I shut everything down to try and conform. And 20s were messy. Mm. It was young and silly and getting up to all sorts of shenanigans that, you know, there's no way my kids are doing that. Thank God there was no Facebook. <laughs> no social media. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and then got to my 30s and that's when I had, had my children and the world changed. So I had to redefine who I was. Um, I've always been a working woman, so I got to my 30s with children um, and that sense of individuality disappeared, mm. that sense of who am I? So for my 30s, it was rediscovering all of those aspects and kind of hit my 40s and thought, okay, now I've got this, I've got the hang of it, I've got you know amazing sisters around me, um, amazing partner and family, all right, I'm, I'm on to it. And then everything unravels again. I think I agree. It's like when you think you've got it, it just unravels and that sense of, all right, what's next? What am I doing? I, I think I, I so agree with that. I think when, when you think that you've got it, you've just, you've got the culmination of the lesson of that part of your life, yeah? So yeah. you're riding high, like, yeah, 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 yeah I've got this, we're good. And then because soul wants to grow... It just takes one little thread out. out. And then all of a sudden you unravel and the process begins again. Yeah. And, and that process is one hell of a bumpy ride, but it comes back to that, you know, wild woman awakening, yeah. you know, letting go of control and surrendering to, you know, your natural gifts, um, the energy that's happening around us and, and that sense of growth. Yeah. Know? And that sense of, absolutely. I, um, um, I've observed people not just not just women but those who resist growing and it hurts oh my land it hurts like hell in so many ways yeah physically emotionally energetically and yeah you know when we are hurting that bad we lash out in, yeah in lots of different ways either through abuse to self yep um shutting ourselves down shutting down self-expression you know trying to fit yourself back into a box yeah um that you know, that we need to grow from. And, and when we are hurting, we hurt others. Oh, look, absolutely. And I, I think even specifically within the wild woman context, mm. the idea of sisterhood, let's just be really frank, the idea of sisterhood still scares the shit out of a massive majority of women. Absolutely. It's and trust. I, and, and I think and that there is women and, listening to yeah. this that go, that, that might even look at the events that we offer within the sisterhood, you know, sisterhood rising and go, oh, they're just women running around with feathers on their heads. Or that sense of, I don't know what they're going to do and it scares me, or that's weird, that's strange, that, oh, I couldn't possibly pay $600, that is so much money, 
But aren't they just hurdles or obstacles to the wild woman awakening? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's scary. What if I am the woman I was born to be? Yeah. What if I am successful? What if I'm happy? Yeah. What if my sense of self changes that much that those around me don't change? What if I kind of continue along my path and keep walking and my partner doesn't do the same? Absolutely. Would my friends don't? What would my friends think of me? Absolutely. Do you know, Rhys, you know, within that context, I, I once used to be, um, and I don't want to offend anyone with this comment and I, and it's not my intention. I just want to say that off the bat, but I was once six weeks to the hairdressers every six weeks, uh, three weeks, every, every three weeks getting my nails done. I once did those sorts of things and I still love to get my hair done. Don't get me wrong. I like to paint my own nails now. Um, but but I, in terms of the obstacles that I threw against myself for why I wouldn't spend money to do particular things, mm-hmm. and yet if I added it up, I was spending money yeah. on things that, to be fair, really weren't making me happy. It was just an expectation. It was a mask, an expectation and a mask. I, yeah. yeah. And, and we all do it in various ways. We place that mask on so we don't have to either look at ourselves or so others can't see what we're feeling, hurting, expressing yeah. in lots of different ways. Yeah, we, we, we sort of, you know, mm. clad up, so to speak, you know, in our gladiator talons and, <laughs> you know, with my bright red hair. Um, you know, yeah, and, and I, th- I, wonder, I, I wonder whether, um, you know, we use this sense of, you know, materialism. Sky and I spoke to the virtual world last week on the podcast and, you know, what we throw up as, as sort of wanting, how we want people to see us yeah. and how we want to be seen. Mm. But does that, does that make you happy? I think for some, it's that false sense of happiness. It's what you expect happy to actually be. Ah, so is it their real sense of happiness, not yeah. knowing that there could be something more? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And unless... It's, it's one of those things, you don't know what you don't know. True. So if you don't know what that soul happiness, that pure joy coming back to the very core of soul expression, if you don't understand what that feels like, how do you know that you are truly happy? Dead set. Ab- absolutely. How do you know, again, what happy is if you don't know sad? My, my mm. story, you know, I, I've, I've you know, spent a couple of years in a very, very dark hole. Mm. So I know what happy feels like because yeah. I know what devastation feels like. Yeah. And that's not taking away from women who, who haven't had that experience, but I think it gives you a different insight, a different depth. Sure, but everyone has that sense of you know, betrayal, unhappiness, wounding, trauma in one form or another. True story. It may not be the same as everyone else, but knowing that. Mm. So it's stepping out. And like anything, when you think you've got it and you think <laughs> you've got that happiness, <laughs> boom, then you take another step and go, oh, shit, that wasn't happy before. This is joy. This is a sense of... Elation. Yeah, yeah, surrendering to the process. And that's Mm. quite often what happens in in many of our circles and, Mm. you know, Wild Woman Weekend. You know, when we're in a space, a a safe container that's held and supported by all the women that are in there, and, of course, with Tracy and myself, you know, we go into 
almost like a, a rhythmic motion in the processes that we do, whether it be drumming or dance or singing and chanting. And then all of a sudden, you know, partway through, I quite often just take a moment to breathe and look around and you see women that moment where their spark comes alive because they've surrendered to that control. Mm. They've surrendered to the, what if someone's looking at me? What if someone's hearing mm. me? Mm. What if I'm not playing the beat right? What if I'm, you know, not dressed right? What if my feather is wonky? <laughs> But they're surrendering to the moment and you see that pure joy and elation. It's glorious. That happens and that happiness, that moment. And then you see their ecstatic bliss of like, this is what it is. Mm. This is what it feels like. So, so with that said, with that said, how is it then that if you've experienced that, if you've been to, whether it's our events or, you know, there's, yeah. there's other things going on, let's, let's be honest. How do, how do women then step back from that and then not do it anymore? Is, is this sense of spiritualism, if you like, is that also a mask? Yeah, sure. Hmm. In, in, and, the, and the reason that I ask that, I've just observed, you know, um, women that, that, that are heavily involved in these sorts of things and then they step right back and, and there, there appears to be that they try and squeeze back into, you know, the, the box of what one might consider to be normal again. I, Why? I, what, yeah. what do you think? I think sometimes perception. Mm. Um, it, again, it's that fear of success. What yeah. if I'm successfully happy? What if I'm successfully thriving? Mm. Now, we are still in a, in a time space where the tall poppy syndrome happens. Big time. You know, and, and if... Oh, I've, I've had a lot of horrible things said about me. I'm, I'm yeah. aware of it and I just let it yeah. go because of that, you know, oh, too, the, the too much too woman. Too much woman. Yeah, the yeah. too much woman. But if, if you're stepping ahead and you've found the, those moments of elation and the ecstasy that that brings and, and your sense of your path, and then those that are around you aren't stepping up with you in whatever form it is for them because we all have different paths to walk, you know, then, then you kind of feel like the outsider, even though you may love what you're doing and you love the you know, spiritual path or whatever you, it is that you choose, if those that aren't moving with you around you, you kind of go, oh, shit, you know, I am the outsider. And it's scary. Yeah. Even if it's successful. So sometimes we do try to squash ourselves back in the box. Mm, and mm. also sometimes it's hard to let go of those relationships or friendships or even family. Yeah. You know, because you want to keep going and you want to be happy and you mm. want to know joy and purpose mm. and direction. You know, so you know, it can be scary to be successful. It can be scary when you're moving faster than your partner or, or you know, your lifelong friends. So often, you, you know, you, you see women just run back the other way. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They usually come back again, but, but often they'll, they'll run back the other way for whatever. And then they, they go back to that, this word that... I yearning. struggle with yearning <laughs> and then they go back to yearning for what they had just discovered but were yeah. too scared to commit to or too scared to be part of or um you know and then I I've also noticed then sometimes there can be a little bit of a resentment from that I don't know yeah. if you found that observation is um you know the resentment where the wild woman because she's and, and it's from that wild woman archetype you know yeah. she's squashed back in so the woman becomes resentful of all yeah. oh, but you know, she can do that because she has, or blah, 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 all the all the stories that we, we tell each other, and it, it's it's incredible. You know, the wild woman is the quintessential soul essence of every woman, I believe. Yeah, 
Yep. And and wild in whatever form that is. We yeah. are all unique and all different. Yeah. But it's that raw expression, that raw yes. self-expression. And that is what wild, and that's yeah. what we mean by wild tribe. It might not necessarily be the dancing under the moonlight, you know, but naked yeah. with feathers on your head, although that's lots of fun. Mm. You know, wild for you might be simply speaking up. Yeah. Having a conversation, singing the song that you've held in your heart forever. Yeah. It might be creating. It might be you know, starting a, a business. Or, or like me you know, in my 20s, you know, looking after small kids. I yeah. enjoyed being a mama to little kids. I liked making, from scratch, muesli bars. I was the Play-Doh mum. I, I wasn't those mums. <laughs> my kids painted and we made heaps and heaps of mess. And yeah. I loved I loved Lego. Yeah. I loved Lego. Oh, Lego's cool. Lego's cool. But See, I love the, um, you know, the teenagers. I have teenagers. And as much as they are so challenging, the concept conscious conversations that I'm having with my teenagers really is inspiring because what mm. they see and how they express themselves and how they're seeing the world now uh, and what is to come uh, as a mum, it's like yes mm. we've got this and look we're in, in the sisterhood uh, you know we've got some up and rising young women um Maka being one of them she's incredible oh, amazing incredible amazing, all amazing. of 18 and incredibly um owning that wild woman but I know that you know within that challenge and, and I've spoken to my own kids you know Jacob's 22 Maddie's 19 um within my own kids we've spoken to you know and they've said Shay and Jay went to a party recently and they they express to me that they, they don't know how to talk to other people because they're not interested in, in the, the small talk. The small talk. They, you know, I love talking to them. They, they want to talk about the stars. They yeah. want to talk yeah. about rising consciousness. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're... And even politics. They're right into the conversation. Yeah. Even my young teens are into politics. Yeah. They come home from school and they're discussing politics. Yeah. Or the craziness that it is. Oh, well, they, listen, yeah. let's not go there. <laughs> we know how politically minded I am. But within the wild woman, I, I just... Just before we wind the podcast up, I just want to touch on, um, you know, something that happened. There was a video that I put up about my observation, you know, between two women. And if you, if you haven't seen it, scroll down the page and you'll see it. It's called Enough. Um, and my observation within what happened there was that, you know, women are still fighting, backbiting, having resentment, the tall poppy, as you yeah. referred to before, yeah. um, and, and doing what is sometimes heinous things yep. to one another yep. in an effort yep. to make themselves feel better. Yep. And okay, yes, that played out last week, but it played out a number of times in a number with a number of different women and situations. Yeah. All within a short time frame. So yeah. it's not a one off scenario. This is it's far from a one off scenario. I broke and it yep. broke my heart and that's why I was very vocal in speaking to it because we need to create a movement of enough. Yeah. Enough, yeah. enough, you know, we don't need to rip each other's eyes out. It's, it, that, that, that hurts me, so, and I know, I know you feel the same. Um, but even if you've been the woman that actually has done that to yeah. another, you know, maybe it's time to say to yourself, enough. Yep. Why is it that I'm lashing out? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that's hurting in me? Why am I containing my self-expression, my wild yep. woman? You know, to the point where it is squashed so much that you have to lash out to someone else yeah. to make you feel better. Or what, or, or what wound am I actually holding open, yep. bared or not wanting yep. to um, face the potentiality of healing it? Because yep. then that makes you different. Yeah. You know, within, within that same context, you know, the, the thought was, was said to me of, um, you know, 
I'm a strong woman and I don't need to and, and so on and so forth. And um, what is a strong woman? Is a strong woman a bare-ass bitch or is a strong woman a humble, compassionate, sitting in loving kindness, divine soul? I, I don't know. What, what do people think about that? Yeah. And, you know, a strong woman is also the vulnerable woman that puts her hand up and says, you know what, I'm hurting. Yeah. I need help. Well, you know what, I, yeah. I used to do that yeah. and I want to move forward from that. I, I don't want to have this facade that I call strong. Yeah. Because um, sometimes strong can be exceptionally weak in that it can be a big buffer zone so that you don't say I'm sorry. Yeah. Or you don't say, oh, I, I actually feel or even stopping feeling. How many of you out there have had situations in your life where you've just put a cap on it and, and you've gone, I don't want to feel it anymore? Yeah, me. Yeah. Well, me. Yeah. yeah. And a number of times over my lifetime because it hurts to feel. Yeah. Uh, look, absolutely. But, I, but I, again, I think in the, in the context of wild woman awakening, mm -hmm. I, I wonder that as, as we, as, as women are awakening that, you know, we, we're moving past this yearning because the big collective is yearning. I, yeah. I, really, I really have observed that. Um, and if we begin to move past that and start to tap into the things that we, you know, are wanting, because you have to make it happen for yourself. Yeah. No one's going to give it to you. We have to take a moment to stop and breathe and actually work out what that is. Yeah. And that's the hardest Because we're bit. busy, 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 busy. Oh. And we're overloaded and we, you know, social media is a distraction. TV is a distraction. Yeah. Getting your hair and nails done is a distraction. They are distractions. Because you know. if we're doing all of that, we don't take the time to stop and work out, what do I want? Yeah. What if I actually voice what it is i want mm. why are people scared to sit under a tree why are people scared of stillness mm. why are people scared of um not seemingly having enough yeah i i i don't know i i know my own life is very simple but that's because i've stripped it away and and the things that we've spoken of today in the podcast you know within my own world, you know, spirit had a different, <laughs> a different path for me to follow next time. Gently, gently. Gentle, gentle. Um, so a lot of those things were, were stripped without my seemingly permission, but I, 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 I think somewhere I signed a freaking contract. Yeah. I saw the contract. Yeah. But, but the, the point is that we are what we become through our experiences. Yeah. And yet we also have, um, you know, the possibility to, to become more than our experiences. Our conscious choices. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. And in doing that, the wild woman is awakening. The wild woman is awakening across the world. You know, the sisterhood circles that first started in Mandra five years ago when I was in the worst possible place in my life, it started because of that. Yeah. That's what was the catalyst for me yeah. to begin more publicly. I've always done this work, but more publicly take this to another level because I really identified that there are so many women out there that were feeling like me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for me, my driving force was when I was at the darkest place in my life is, you know, especially having young daughters, do I want my daughters to feel like this? Hell no. And I've asked that to many women and they kind of give me that look of shock. Yet no. And it's like, well, you need to do the work on you yep. now. And so model, you, and model that, that behavior. Your daughters 
And so they have the opportunity to move from that and to do their own work and be mm. supported in that as well. Absolutely. You know, because we are, you know, wild women awakening in our generation, but the generations to come. Yeah. You know, so by the time Freya's there, yeah. you know, some of these things will be stripped back. So yeah. the yearning won't be there. The work will be, you know, happening. It will be foremost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we are in that crux of change. And you and I have talked about the leading, you know, the critical mass and the, that leading edge. And when you're at the edge of something, it's pretty flippin' lonely. Yeah, yeah. The, the edge is lonely, but you've got two choices. You can run back the other way or you just jump. Yeah. You just jump and you do that thing because it will, it always works out, women, brothers, sisters, tribe. It always mm. works out, but it takes active faith as you're awakening to embrace that awakening and not resist. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for listening to us today. It was great to have Riss in yeah. on the podcast. Sky's off on her squatting. Master league. Picking CrossFit. up heavy stuff, CrossFit master league. So we're wishing her lots of. Um, shout out to Sky. Yeah, shout out to Sky. Um, but yeah, so if you've got anything to say, if you'd like to connect with us via the podcast, please just uh, email us at wildtribe at gmail.com. Check out the website, wyldtribe.com, and you'll see all the shenanigans and soul journeys and local events, circles, and festivals available on our website. So from me, thank you very so much. And from you, thank you. Oh, how fantastic. All right, beauties, we'll see you next week on uh, Chats with the Girls Magic Mondays. <laughs> Bye for now.